come, come, coming from the brand new uh, studio setup. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's we got go. a little table in it. Let's go. Got cup holders and shit. Mm-hmm. Don't fit all our glasses, but damn it, it fits some of them. Damn it, it fits some of them, man. We, we just got to get more selective about our glasses. Hey, the shot glass fit perfect, though. Fit perfect. And we, we uh, I know you probably can't see in the video, um, we are donning some, like, wedding shot glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sure are. We tying the knot. We tying the knot. <laughs> Sean is finally committing to me long term. <laughs> I figure I've been here for two years. <laughs> You're not it. going nowhere. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might as well. <laughs> Dude, is that what happens to us for real? <laughs> Like every other wedding. Right. I mean. You're like, what else are you going to do? I've been here long enough. What else am I going to do? I got to get the, the dude name who made us the seat. I haven't left our ass yet. <laughs> I might as well hang out. I haven't. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. <sighs> yeah, you got to give a shout out to the who. I'm trying to. The table. Here we go. I don't know if y'all can see in the video, man, but we got a table here. Not going to be able to, I and, don't think. Um, it has uh, the Carbon Footprint logo on it. Very cool. Got some some cup holders, shot glass holders. Very cool. Yeah, so if you're watching on YouTube, we'll try to lift up the camera, I think, so you can see the angle. But yeah, the, the carbon footprint logo is all over the table. Uh, shout out to, uh, um, his name is June, man, but he, he his handle on IG is Kapiku01, so C-A-P-I-C-U-01. He makes domino tables, man. So he, oh, that's dope. He's made me and my family a, a bunch of domino tables, like my uncles and stuff. Um, I got a Titans domino table, just probably the only type titan domino table in existence um <laughs> that he made me that's fire so it was one of those like yo if you can make that can you make us this and then just take out the domino shit and right. um and he did man he he gave it a shot man it's the first time he's made a table that wasn't like a domino table thing man and, and he hooked it up and he put the shot glass holders and the, and the regular cup holders in man so so shout out shout out to june and copy cool one hit him up man that's how uh so he makes his living bro his, his company just makes domino tables that's man. awesome so, dude so he has his own company just for Donald tables? Yeah, that's all he does, man. He makes tables. Um, but he'll get orders, man, from, like, companies buying some for employees. He'll get, yeah. like, orders from, like, obviously, like, everyday people just ordering a table for, like, Father's Day or birthdays or whatever. Like, that's dope. I know my uncle probably... Uh, um, uh, my, my uncle orders like a bunch my uncle got multiple domino tables like every time he gets an idea for like a domino table of something he hits them up and he just makes one and I'm like you don't even play that much domino <laughs> but he got like five domino tables for no reason <laughs> every time you go over there a new one come out yeah and then my brother he made one for my brother it's a Batman themed one yeah that's fire um. Yeah. Say, I, I, me and my uncle both have like I have my Titans one. My uncle has a Giants one. He has like a Star Wars one. Yeah. Like just yeah. So he throws down some sick stuff. If you can get an image of something, yeah, he'll put it on the table. So it, it yeah, he, he throws down pretty cool. Um. But yeah, man, he made us this. This, this, this is dope. Um, yeah. This, this is amazing, man. It's funny. Um, you know, your brother-in-law made made the logo. Yeah. And how much shit do we have? Like we got shirts. Tables. Oh my God. Um, we got the wood carving. Oh, we got the wood carving with your brother in law, man. Yeah, man, so, shout out to your brother in law, man, who made us chip, that. Triple nickel. Yeah, triple nickel. What, 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 I got, what, we got to get the exact IG handle. Yeah, we got handle, We got to hit you with the triple nickel IG handle because he does sick work too, man. Um, so on IG, man, if you guys want some, it's triple. Yo, we're going to have to talk to your brother in law to shorten this. Hold on. Damn. It doesn't even fit. He got whole, he got like a like a Hispanic handle. He sure he got like four last names. Yo, it's triple nickel designs all one word then underscore broad b r o d 
five five five, which we know what that means. That's right. And, you gotta, and uh, you're gonna have to get that out of him. Yeah, yourself. you're gonna have to get that out of him yourself. So triple nickel designs, all one word, lowercase, and then underscore B R O D five five five. So he made us that wood up thing. He also made me a dope ass Titans thing that you got made for oh, me. Oh, uh, that's right. That's it, right. That's awesome, man. It's one of my favorite things in here. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want anything carved in wood or, or even um um acrylic. Like that's that's a guy yeah, hit up. Dude, he's dude. he's he's very meticulous about his about his work. So. This is you've been lucky, man. All other people have been supporting, man. He said between your brother in law, my brother in law, who I I, keep, I told him when he when we first made this that I would give him royalties at some point in time for the logo. I might <laughs> have to backtrack on that. No, he's he's getting it. <laughs> no, he's, getting he's getting a percentage of zero. <laughs> Hey, bro, I'm gonna break you off with 10% or nothing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's been cool because we've had, luckily, we've had people like uh, who can do things, man, that, that do that. Like, like, like that logo has been on everything for us. Like even COVID masks and shot glasses oh, right. and trophies. Like you said, the I kinda, t-shirts. I carry that fucking COVID mask in my car. By really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't fit me because my head too big. Oh, no, no. It don't fit me either. It's tight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did I order a children's mask? And I don't know. <laughs> but I got like a bunch of them made at that point in time. Yep. I'm like, oh, we'll just hand them out. But that, like, for it was too small on me. But um, yeah, man, that shit's been on everything. Yeah, no, I keep it. I keep it as a backup. Yeah, man. So shout out to all the fam. Shout out Absolutely. to Copy Cool, Triple Nickel, yeah. everybody, man, showing love and uh, yeah, helping us through. Listen, man, we're trying to get better and better. And hopefully, this next uh, we're episode 107. So 107. hopefully, this this next uh, like chapter of Carbon Footprint has got uh, some different stuff, man. We will bring different quality. Absolutely, stuff. man. Oh. So on that, welcome everybody. Episode 107 of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is one, and I'm Sean. And every week, you know how it is. We get together. Have a couple of drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things, making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the drink of the day. Oof. Listen, this week we have it. We have one of our favorites, man. One of my, my probably not one of my favorite drink to have is an old fashioned. Um, so so we we threw down with a little old fashioned this week, but we switched it up, man. We had an idea over the weekend. Sean threw out an idea about throwing some control in a in an old fashioned. So we um. We, we threw a half a shot of control in there. So what we did was we did, um, I like to do, old fashions would normally have a simple syrup. I actually like to use a syrup from the cherry. So use half an ounce of the, the syrup that comes inside of whatever cherry jar you decide. We did, what, what was this? Bada bing. Bada bing cherries, man, which are awesome. So it's like if you the, have the, them, the dark syrup. Yep. The dark syrup cherries, like the dark ones. I know Woodford makes them. The bada bing makes them. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the other brand that we used before. But yeah, if you have Bada Bing, use that. Um, so I use half an ounce of that uh, as shots of your favorite bourbon. We use Buffalo Trace today, which is, Buffalo Trace is so good. I love Buffalo Trace. Like like we we use um, Woodford all the time for our yep. mixed drinks. But Buffalo Trace is one of those that's awesome, Absolutely. too, especially with an old-fashioned. So and, shot of that. And right now, if y'all are in Florida, go to Publix. Buffalo Trace is like $27. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if they made a price error or what, but this is really good bourbon, and at that price point, it's it's a steep. You can't beat it because it's normally double that. Like uh, at least when it first used to come out, I, last time I bought it was in the 40s. I don't know how that. Yeah, I keep meaning to like go and figure out. I'm gonna go clean the shelf out. Dude, of seriously, bro, that's <laughs> such a good price, but so amazing. So we did. Uh, all right, man. So half an ounce a shot of the cherry syrup. We use a shot of Buffalo Trace, so it's about about two ounces. Um, Orange bitters, Angostura bitters, and then we did a half an ounce of control as a shot, and then stir that puppy up and pour it in a glass with uh, one giant ice cube or sphere. We have a sphere, and then garnish with a cherry and 
a lemon or not lemon an orange peel um and then and then throw down man i love old fashions man i've been trying to make old fashions forever if i think this is one of the, the recipes that finally hit the controls the new add to it which just makes yeah, it even it makes better, it better. Man. and for those of you that 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 are interested in the old-fashioned like i love old-fashioned but every time i'm at home i can't make it right um but when I come here, the way that Juan makes it is on point. Pull up. So, no, for real. Like, <laughs> Thank you. take note of of the way that the the ingredients that he, that he talked about. Do it like that because if you are a bourbon drinker and you know, you're only like an old fashioned if you like bourbon. Oh, or, yeah. or or at least a bourbon old fashioned, right? So, um, follow the ingredients. Um, to the T and I know we're gonna post it on IG. Yeah, and I'll be meticulous. This one hit post it too. Yeah, like like so that yeah, like like the exact way that I make it. Um because Sean's point, man, there's very few drinks I'll give myself credit for, but th- this is probably one of this the few. Your shit, bro. Yeah, this is my shit because I've tried it a hundred, a thousand different ways, and I've been one of those like if I have it at a bar and it's great, I asked them like, hey man, how'd you make this? and I've asked countless bartenders how they did their old fashions on it just because it was one of my favorite drinks and I couldn't get it right. And I said, this was trial and error. And I finally narrowed down like probably three or four recipes with no fashion with different bitters, like variations of them um, that are good, man. But be, again, because this is my shit. Like I, I love this all the time. So it's one of the few drinks I go like, yeah, I make a good one. I'll pat myself on the back. Yeah, you, you absolutely <laughs> should, bro. You should uh, so pull up if you want to have a good old fashioned. <laughs> All right, man. Hit him with the current footprint of the week. Yo, man, my current footprint this week, bro, it, it might be a little bit outdated, um, but I felt like I had this a few weeks ago. I think something took precedent. I can't remember exactly what week it was, but it was some big event that week. Um, so I had to shelf this, but it went to Matthew McConaughey, man. Um, or it's going to Matthew McConaughey. Um, Matthew McConaughey did this speech um, after the Uvalde school shooting, which I don't think we spent a whole lot of time on. I, I, I mean, we I think we, we talked talk about, about it, yep. stuff, but... Um, yeah, no, we did actually. I, I just take that back. We we spent we spent quite a bit of time on it, but um, yeah, I, I he gave a speech, man. At um, I don't know if it was to Congress or whatever it was at the I White think House. To Congress, and um, it, it was good because I well, first off, I like the fact that I think we all assume where Matthew McConaughey sort of leans politically, but from the speech, you couldn't tell, and um. It was just such a genuine speech from a guy who grew up in Uvalde, Texas. Like his mom was a teacher in Uvalde, yeah, Texas. He grew, he, he grew, grew up, up there. Right. Um, so obviously he has skin in the game as far as that is concerned. Um, as a parent, you know, as someone in the public eye, some like when he spoke, man, I didn't feel like, oh, this guy's some out uh, of some liberal or some conservative or some like it was like as a human being coming to the table and I urge you guys to go and watch his speech man regardless of yep. where you sit on the political spectrum it is good it's such a good speech um and and it does make you and he's basically pleading to just political figures in general to go hey guys like where regardless of uh, uh, of or irrespective of where you uh, sort of lean in the whole gun debate um you, we can't sort of ignore the fact that there's a problem here that we should probably address and it's on us to do. Um, and I felt he, he did it so eloquently. Um, obviously, he's a charismatic guy. There's a reason why he's such a good actor. He's, uh, but, dude, I saw that and I went, yep, there goes the future governor of Texas. And then I went, and that's the future president of the United States of America. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that if that guy decides to run for president, he's going to win. His only downfall would end up being that he's not 
to that he doesn't like like he needs to pick a party right play the game right that that would be his only downfall but i go like obviously good looking guy charismatic well spoken well thought out well like everything he spoke about you're like i don't feel like it's a and granted he's a great actor right so there's you know there's some of that bravado involved in that um but I feel like that's all politicians, yeah. right? You're you're playing a role. And um, I, I will say this, bro. He um in that in that speech, he's he really played the middle, and and the way that he played it was that he which is something that's very true, at least to me, which is like n- no matter what political affiliation you identify with, at the end of the day, we kind of all want most of the same shit. Absolutely. And and so I think in that speech where he was he was like, yo, I'm not against guns. Like I, I, I learned how to shoot, you know, this gun and then that gun. And I graduated to this gun and to that gun. But it was obviously in a, you know, in a in a in a controlled environment and 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 with, you know, people that were sort of responsible gun owners. And but but again, he goes, you know, even though I didn't grow up in a time where it was necessarily an issue, it's like now we have an issue. Yeah. And, and everything needs to be on the table at this point so that we can correct it. Yeah. And, and the way he said it, did it you, like I didn't listen to that and go, yeah, yeah, you fucking liberal or yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you conservative. You know, like like nothing about his speech made me feel. And, and again, maybe because I don't have, I guess, an ideology that leans in either direction. I, I, I certainly lean in, in directions based on certain topics. But um I don't know. I listened to that and I felt like, okay, that's a that's a plead from someone who seems very neutral and he didn't pick a side. Um, and I and then again, and I thought like, wow, the I can see that guy being the governor of Texas one day because obviously he loves Texas. And as a so I'm a Texas Longhorns football fan, so I and see so him a he. lot. And then, so is he. So like, <laughs> obviously, I have a, a you know I see him a lot in those things. But he gives speeches to that team all the time. And he's just one of these guys when he speaks, man, I feel like, you know, there's certain people that just walk into a room and they command a room. Like, he's just one of those guys, man. Yep. Like, I'm like, yo, that guy, well, you, I, I feel this way about, like, Bradley Cooper, where you go, how the fuck did you get everything? Like, how are you that good looking and then that talented and that charismatic and that, you know, like, normally you get one. Right? Yep. <laughs> like, I, always tell, I always tell my wife, I'm like, that's my best friend. <laughs> and I don't know him. And Bradley Cooper? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like, how do you get everything? Like, how are you that good looking? And then you're like, oh, you're well-spoken, and you're charismatic, and you're eloquent. And you're just like, how the fuck? So, like, Matthew McConaughey is one of those guys where I go, yo, that guy walks, and he speaks in front of a room, and you're like, I'm just going to listen because, like, he has something to say. Even his, like, it, this made me go back to, like, his Oscar-winning speeches. Yeah. And they were so good. Like, you know, I know people go do the whole all right, all right, all right thing all the time. That's right. like his his sort of like trademark. But the stories that he tells about like his upbringing or his family, like I'm like, is there, you know, there's not too many guys that can tell stories like that. And the guys that can, you're like, you know, that's why he made it this far in life. Like just that, that, that sort of ability to sort of, you know, do the whole campfire thing where everyone's right. just attention is sort of like fixed on you. He wrote a book recently, right? Yeah. Like, I want to yeah. say within the last two years, within yes, the last two yes, years, the, right? The, the During green, COVID, the green I book or the green something. something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's on my list of like, eventually I want to get to that because yeah. I find him to be like an interesting guy. And I go, and at the very least he, I would listen to the audiobook if it's him reading it because he's going to be an interesting guy to listen to talk. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. I didn't think about that. The audio book. Yeah. Like at a minimum. He, do you know if he recorded I it? don't know. And it's one of those things where I'm like, it's on the back of my mind of like, okay, eventually I'm going to get to that book and I yeah. want to you know, see if he actually reads it. I think he does. I, I feel like I remember seeing something that he reads his audiobook of it. Um, I can't I imagine a, him not. 
I did an audio book uh, for Grant Cordone. Oh, okay. And he's an entertaining dude. Yeah. Even if you don't believe what he says, Correct. it's hard not to get sucked into his um the story or yeah. the the yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sure. the guy that just talks to you like a like your next door neighbor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's talking about shit that's obviously maybe maybe beyond what some of us are doing, but the 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 tone in which he does it, you know, it makes really it makes a good audiobook. He has a great Grant Cardone has a great way of um of like really like oversimplifying things that are sort of super complicated, like yep. the way he comes off about them. Or he at even, least the things that we think are that we think. He even had a good thing. I, I actually I heard this recently, man. It's funny you brought that up. It, it was about like relationships or like marriages or like whatever, where he talked about like buying a private jet or something like that. He bought a jet, and and like the person where he bought the jet from was like, oh, do you need to call your wife? And he's like, nah. And then he's just kind of like, he goes, the person I married or me and my wife already have this agreement of like. For both of them, if it's in the best interest of the family, like make that decision. Or if that's what you think at the time, like then, yeah, you don't need to call me or check or whatever it was. And he goes like, yeah, so if she's out somewhere and she's with the kids and she makes a decision on the kids because she feels like it's in the best interest of the family or those kids, like she doesn't have to call me to check. Like I trust her like that. You marry right. someone and you got trust them to make those those decisions. And I was like, man, that's so true. Because how many how many people, you know, like go like, oh, I got to call like my wife or i gotta check with my husband or i gotta you know what i mean like right. and i'm like man that's such a good way to think about it like you should know already what the answer is going to be or at least the expectation and be able to defend your position to go i thought this was in the best interest of right and obviously like buying but a jet that, is a big deal but, right yeah. but i think that's i think that most of us don't have that conversation as you were saying that i was mm -hmm. like i'm like i think my wife and i do pretty good with the decision making stuff like that but I don't know if I've actually ever said those words where it's like, hey, if you're somewhere and you got to make a decision for the family and you believe it's in the best interest of the family, just do what just you do think it. is right. But I think that's solid advice it's to great just advice, go, hey, just man. you should know that up front. Like when you're getting with somebody like that is like, or not when you're getting, but probably at some point in time, it should be established that like, hey, I'm going to make certain decisions that I'm not going to check with you on. And obviously Grant Cardone's in a position where if he loses money on an airplane, it's not going to make his family homeless. So that's the other part of this where you're like, <laughs> right, of course, right, bro. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like some of us are like, yeah, we, some of us can't buy a Hyundai without bankrupting that's our right. family potentially. I'm waiting for the next check <laughs> next week so I can make this uh, layaway payment. Yeah. Like that's a little different. But anyway, I don't even know how I got down there. <laughs> Sorry, but, man. That was my fault. No, nah, you're good, man. But Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Shout out Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just listened to the speech. I wish I could go into detail about it, but I feel like it's one of those things where you have to listen to it to really understand what it is that I mean. Um, as a parent, I think it hits hard. Um, I think as a gun owner, it should be something that hits hard. Uh, uh, somebody who's pro-gun or you know pro-Second Amendment or whatever, like, you should certainly listen. And I don't think it – I feel like it doesn't alienate anyone. And it's certainly a speech that you go, yeah, why can't we come together behind this? And I think that's what I loved about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you get a chance, just, just Google Matthew McConaughey's speech to about Ovaldi Absolutely. shooting or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Dude, speaking of shooting, man, you see all that shit that went on 4th of July? Yo. That was, was, that, that, that was not good? It was <laughs> – it was turned up yesterday, bro. Man, like well, the the big one in the news um, this week is the one in Chicago, because there are several people who actually died, um, several folks wounded. I don't I don't know what the count is. Highland Park, right? That's the one. Highland, yeah, suburb. Okay, yeah, suburb, right? So, so was it okay? So it's not Chicago. It's no, it is Chicago, but it's. Uh, I was trying to think of the name of the of the area. Uh, I think it was called Highland Park or something. Okay, like yes, that. it is something like that. Yeah, yeah. but um, then they interviewed the guys like uncle so the guy actually lives with his father and his uncle and they interviewed the guy's uncle 
and they were and the 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 person doing the interview was like he see any signs anything like that and the guy's like <laughs> no i didn't see any signs like ever but then as the guy kept talking you got this picture of them in the household where it was literally like they see each other in passing and it's like hey and then the guy keeps himself and the uncle about keeps him. himself yeah it's like you don't know shit about who you're living with, bro. Listen, I saw pictures of him, and I'm like, yep, he looked like a shooter. Yeah, bro. No, no, you're right, bro. Like, and and I'm going like, okay, but I'm sure so they you... picked the worst picture of him, but still, true. <laughs> um, but no, I think it was a mugshot, right? I'm pretty sure it was a mugshot, but it was pretty recent. You might be right, yeah. Um, but it was like it, it. The the interview really painted the picture of it wasn't that you didn't know anything was going on. I think it was that you didn't really care. To see. Yeah. The signs are always there. Always. Most of us just are so self-absorbed or consumed in our own right. world that we don't look for those signs. Yeah. We're just like, yeah. And dude, you can totally see, right? Like if it's like an uncle going like, you know, telling his brother, man, your kid is fucked up. <laughs> Yo, you got a weird kid. <laughs> yeah, there, right. Bro. He going to shoot up a school one day and then, he, and then he graduates and they're like, oof, dodge that bullet. <laughs> Bro, I've never met anyone that I didn't think was capable of some horrible shit. <laughs> like, if you shot up a mall tomorrow, I'd be like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Sean was pretty upset some days. <laughs> like, I hate when they go like, man, he was such a nice guy. Right. I'm like, was he though? Because like you said, the more you start talking, you go like, damn, man, they were kind of aloof. And uh, they did lose their shit one time over, like, you know, something yeah. random over a tweet. And then it's just Yeah, like, no, yeah. on this one, this guy just basically painted the picture that he didn't know shit about his, about his nephew. And essentially, he was like, because at first he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I just saw him last weekend. You know, I mean, we didn't talk or anything, but you know, it was like, <laughs> it was like high and by. I saw him. And then as you go. He didn't have a gun when I seen him? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't shooting nobody. Bro. And then as you got more into the interview, then it was just like, oh, OK, so. Oh, wait a minute. So you actually live with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like me, my brother, and him. But he kind of keeps himself. He kind of stays in his room. And Oh, was he working? He's like, uh, he hasn't worked since COVID. You know what I mean? Two years. And it was like, well, do you like if you interacted with him? He's like, well, you know, I see him in passing and say hi and bye. And then, you know, occasionally he might help me out with something. So it's like, dude, you don't even know. You don't fucking, know. You don't know who you're living with, bro. Three grown men living with each other for a couple. Yeah, what could possibly go right? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with any of y'all. <laughs> I'd arrest the uncle on the spot. Right? right three, now. three backed up three grown, backed grown up men. <laughs> God damn. Yo, you know how I know I'm fucked up? I've been living in America too long. My mom comes over for 4th of July and she goes, oh my God, did you hear about the, you know, she's telling me about the, the Chicago shooting. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, I saw a headline of it. And she goes, yeah, I think I think at the time it was like the death count might have been three or five or something yeah, like that. It's more now. but yeah. And yeah, yeah. And she goes like, yeah, so so X amount of people died. Let's just say it was three. And I go, amateurs. I was like, this is America, <laughs> damn it. I was like, that's a minor shooting. <laughs> like, yeah. Do we even call that a mass Yeah, do we shooting? call it a mass? Do we have to change that definition? Like I go like over mass. I was like, I need double digits. You got to get those numbers up. I was, like, I was like, it's so sad that we're at the point where we make jokes about it now. It but, is, um, man. But it's 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 actually it's every a, day now. Bro. Yeah, it's it's almost comical. Yeah, um, it's it's hilarious. But then again, like I have I have someone. Oh, yeah, hit, hit me up with a little bit of that right there. Let's go. Just a little bit. There you go. Um, 
I live with someone like my wife is like she gets worried about that stuff, right? And 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 um, you know, going out or going to here in Orlando, going to the theme parks or whatever. There was a couple of weeks ago. There was somebody that tried to go into Disney and got stopped. The dude had a bag full of like guns and ammunition. Oh, really? And shit. Oh, I didn't yeah. hear about this. What? Yeah, and and they and they and they sort of caught him before he went in, and you know they they whatever they made the arrest or whatever. But but it's like. He didn't do anything, so you imagine that you get a you might maybe you get arrested, but what are they going to charge you with attempting to bring in guns to Disney? Like I don't know what that is. Is that, is that real jail time? Anyway? I don't is think it? so, bro. I don't <laughs> think you're just so. going to get out and go do it again. Exactly, and that, that's my point. Where you go, like, okay, this dude he didn't get to actually do anything, so then you get arrested, and then nothing really happens to you, and then you will have another opportunity. Yeah. So yeah. I think that I think that that's kind of the, the scary part, and 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 condolences to the to, to the folks that 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 uh, died in Chicago or got shot. Um, it's it, it's it's horrible, and I don't wish that on anybody. For sure, yeah. But man, like the lawmakers in this country, like you worried about abortion? People fucking out here killing each other's for no reason. You trying to say you don't think we pro life? <laughs> You don't think pro life is the thing, bro? And I yeah, and I don't mean to like like obviously I make fun of the like thing calling it a minor shooting, but like I think at this point in time that's all I can do is laugh about it because like I go all right if nobody else cares enough then why should I like I because like, condolences I feel horrible I'm sure if it was a family member of mine I wouldn't find that as funny but like at this point in time this is such a common occurrence that I'm going like which one. Oh yeah, like didn't that shit happen every like every single day here yeah. at this point? Like it's like you know what else I found comic comical about this situation is that if you guys read the news, read Chicago news on the weekend, oh there is mass shootings every fucking week. Every weekend. But bro. it but it might be like five shootings and then one person got killed in each one of those shootings or two people mm-hmm. they don't they don't classify it as a mass shooting what is a mass shooting it's two right two, I think or, it's two like, or more i think it, or is it two or three something like yeah it's, it's not very big it's like, no it's that's not, why not i go a, like we need to up it in america because yeah. i'm like uh three to five like uh, amateur bro yeah. this is, uh, i see high school kids get 20 you gotta step up <laughs> so yeah man so like i'm thinking at you know these things happen all the time in, in south side chicago and I'm and, and I was just like, why isn't that news? Like that's local news, but Devin makes it nationwide. And it's like every weekend in Chicago there are mass shootings. There's just several instances of maybe one or two people getting killed, so it's not classified as mass shootings. And uh, so, so I just find it interesting that that what gets the media play is is sort of like what's classified as a mass shooting, which is maybe like three or more or whatever the, the, the criteria is. Yeah. When in reality, this has been going on for a very long time and it hasn't been a microscope on it, but it's almost, and, and somebody would make an excuse like, oh, well, you know, now it's, now it's not involving just black people. So, so now we gotta, now we gotta look at it. Kind of like back in the day when it was like, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an issue until Columbine. Yeah, that's true. Like you know what I mean. Columbine like, switched it up for the school shootings for sure. Yeah, yeah there was something you know, like that. like like when it like like on on Eminem song where he's like, oh, like like now it's a tragedy. Yeah. Now you know what I mean. Yeah, that's so and, true. And, and then we've had earlier this year. You talked about actually, it's probably about a month ago. You talked about how many mass shootings there've been this year, 
and it's more than the, the amount of days yeah. in the year, which is so fucking sad. And it's like, but yet we're focusing on things like abortion. <laughs> I, 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 dude, I just like, I don't get it. Bro. It's because the mass shooting doesn't move the meter the same way that, um, for whatever reason, like uh, pro-life what meeting does. The political, political meter. meter. Yeah. Political. I think we're so, you know, we use this word tribal all the time, but like. As human beings, we have like, dude. If you got rid of our sort of um, our desire to sort of belong, want to belong to something, you you know how much shit you would fix, bro. Like human beings, like urge to want to belong to a team, yeah, or tribal. belong to a side, or belong to a tribe, or like, like is like, dude. You think about it, you could trace that back to the cause behind war, the Every, cause behind, bro. Yeah, like 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 genocide, like yeah. like. It's like if you could sort of like Elon does Neuralink and he can figure out a way to unprogram that from people. Like I feel like you'd solve a lot of shit because our desire to want to belong to shit is the cause of so much horrific shit in history. Like in the history of mankind, mm-hmm. like you may even argue that it's also the the catalyst for great shit. But um yeah. No, but it's but it's also it's also for like even even men, some mental illness, right? Mm-hmm. When you go the the feeling to want to belong, but then feel but the, but then feeling like you don't belong, that causes people anxiety and all kind of shit. I mean, like I deal with that stuff even even yeah. in my own home with my children, with some of my children, right? Like, um, it's it's crazy, man. But watching these mass shootings, it's like you got to walk around with a fucking bulletproof vest. You know, you listen. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you mentioned this. Why you last joint, bro? <laughs> because as you said that, I'm looking at a picture of my next story, <laughs> and it's and it's someone wearing a, a something wearing a bulletproof vest, and uh, you said someone and something, something, bro. So there was a shootout in Mexico between okay. uh, the cartel and you know like local mexican authorities it's like their version of like and probably military or like swat or whatever um anyway bro yo the cartel had a spider monkey in a bulletproof vest shooting up at back at the police and stuff like yeah bro it was a monkey bro yo the monkey was gangbanging it was pretty fire <laughs> you got a picture of the monkey the monkey didn't make it he died that's how we, that's how we got the story but he was in a bloody the shootout with disposable. police. Yo, the monkey was wild. Yo, you know how crazy that is? You training monkeys out here for shootouts with Popo? Bro. They might be on to something, bro. Yo, not for I not- was literally thinking that. I go, yo, nothing, not for nothing, bro. It's it's the closest thing to a human as you can get, right? right? If you could, You're going to take out a couple people, and then you go, and you don't have to, like, I guess, you know, humans are a little less dispensable if you can get these monkeys trained up to do that. Yeah, I was like, yo, this shit is genius. Fucking cartel thinks of everything. <laughs> I was like... Oh, my God. Well, you know that from Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> they think of everything, bro. The cartel, man. That's insane, It's man. a whole... It's a whole Amazon. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine, like, somebody, like, in the cartel, like, a lower-level person is like, dude, I trained my monkey to fucking shoot guns. Watch. And yeah. then he goes... And then I made a little vest for him. He's <laughs> I can't wait for the movie, bro. Dunstan checks in like three. Chitty bang bang. <laughs> 
You know how crazy this shit is, bro. You know I hate to. My brother always sends me a bunch of stories, yep. and like at this point, like I think this one, a few other, I'm like, I'm gonna have to give him a producer credit on this. Bitch. He has so many stories. <laughs> this one definitely came from him, but I was dying, bro. Like yo, this shit is a monkey, bro. It, and the picture is a legit monkey, and I can't even imagine if you're like a military, if, bro. Can you imagine you in your military days that you get like some kind of combat action and there's a fucking monkey shooting <laughs> at you, bro? <laughs> you'd be like, what the fuck is yeah. that thing? You would the be like, gun's bigger a, than him. You get, am I in a video game? Like what? The <laughs> hell? That's so wild to me, man. I was like, yo, life's crazy. That's dope, man. Well, keeping so it good. keeping it in that uh, region of the world, man. You seen this uh, Chilean worker? It's a guy in Chile, and I gotta take my notes out here, man, because I gotta make sure I don't miss any details. This guy, um, he gets paid three hundred and thirty times his salary. Eesh. And um, this is what the article said. I did not check the math on this, so y'all can. Y'all can uh, check it check it out for me. But his normal pay was about five hundred and forty five U.S. dollars. Okay, weekly or monthly? I don't know. How whatever. It has to be monthly because it's Chile and they pay you. Usually, a lot of these countries pay you one time a month. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then he got a check for a hundred and eighty thousand four hundred and eighteen dollars. Okay, USD. US. This is all USD. Okay. So. He worked for like this cold meats manufacturer. Well, the guy comes into work and he reports it to his managers. Which oh, is, which he, is odd. He tells them like he tells he tells on himself essentially, right? So they go to HR, okay, and then HR goes, "Yeah, obviously mistake." And the guy goes like, "Cool, I'm gonna go to my bank tomorrow and get this all straightened out." <laughs> the guy never comes back, bro. <laughs> fucking sends what a surprise <laughs> surprise surprise the guy not only does he not come back he i guess the guy has an attorney his attorney drafts up his resignation letter <laughs> sends, <laughs> sends the fucking resignation letter into the company and then they're trying to call him dude he's vanished bro of he's course he is. nowhere to be found oh my god and um what else did I have on here? Oh, then the company filed a criminal complaint um, against him, but they can't fucking find him. Bro, think about okay, so 180k isn't enough for like, I don't think you and I to disappear. It's certainly not enough. I don't. I don't think for us to be like, oh, we're we're gonna quit and then flee the authorities for 180k, right? Right. But you're talking about a guy who makes 500 and whatever eight thousand a month, right? Annualized. That's seven thousand dollars whatever it is oh yeah dude this guy hit the lotto yeah you, you go at that rate he could live the rest of his life without somewhere it's, it's all relative like yep. he he goes like fucking hey, i made it work with 500 a month you don't think i can make it work with 180k like yep. forever for, forever like if he's smart this guy is like shit i made it <laughs> like yeah it's like, dude you're talking about like you know, over 20 years of his salary. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He's, He's like, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how old he was. Yeah, right, right. But, like, but if you go like, I'm like, I'm 40. That's I'm a future good. me problem. I'll figure yeah, it yeah, out I'll when I'm 80 out. or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm like. What I wonder, bro, is did he go home and then his, like, his his wife or whatever goes like, the fuck you are going to return that money? <laughs> 
<laughs> I got a cousin in Mexico. <laughs> and they got and they got spider monkeys Would in, you? <laughs> in, in, in bulletproof vests. With a bulletproof vest and an AK. <laughs> Yo, do you think Nah, bro. If she's a stay at home, I'm not letting her have a say in this. I'm like, you ain't even got a job. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Go make me breakfast and let me think this through. <laughs> oh my. Oh. oh man, dude. It, oh fuck, man. Okay, so let's say hypothetically, so five hundred dollars a month. Uh, fuck. I can't even do this math because like. No, dude. So it's equivalent. Like, let's say, let's say you make fifty k a year. Yeah, so two hundred eighty six times, times fifty k or whatever. It is. Yeah, the, the, my the article I read said three hundred and thirty times. Okay, so three hundred thirty times. That, is that right? Let's do the math, man. Fuck it, we're gonna find out. No, right. but, but dude, if you got paid three hundred and thirty times, yep. your monthly salary in one shot, is that enough money for you to go? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, if it's, I think so, bro. You go to twelve months. Right, yeah, you might be right. I might be I, out. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, you I'm, might or, be I, right. Or, sorry, I might be right. Yeah, no, no, no. I think you're right. I'm doing the math about mine now. Yeah, that's hard, bro. Yeah, dude, it's three hundred and thirty times. Like the so the only reason I'm even considering it is because I already speak Spanish, and that's the only place <laughs> I'm going to be able to live. <laughs> Spanish speaking country. Because <laughs> I got to go on the run. I'm about to get some Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Donde está el baño? <laughs> y el banco. <laughs> you be like, bro. Donde está el tequila? <laughs> I am off today. Como se dice off en español? You be like, <laughs> Dude, yeah, you fuck. 330 times your monthly salary. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably bro. disappearing for a little bit. I believe that's future me problems. I'll yeah, dude. If you figure, if you make like 50K, let's see. 50K, you talk about a year or a month? A year? And I'm saying, oh, sorry. So we got, we got to do monthly. We got to do monthly. Give me monthly. Because we're assuming that it's $580 so if you're, is a month. Right. So if, you, so if you're 50K, what's that? Like four Gs a month? Let's, yeah, let's just make it easy. We'll go four five. Gs we'll go five Gs a month. Five Gs a month. 60K. Okay. So 330 yeah, it's, times. It's, it's, it's a million, a million six. Yeah. I'm probably, well, fuck, man. That's if tough. you made 50K and a million six, bro, yeah, you Yeah, right. you're right. Because I'm like, yo, a million six is not enough to live off of, like. In Chile it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of Chilean sea bass. <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> but you figure in a lot of those countries in South America, like you're probably good to go. Bro, this guy could make the fact that you live off $580 a month is wild. So like, yeah, yeah, it's more than enough. Like that, he's living on top of the world, man. Yeah, good for that guy. Bro. Yeah, good for him, bro. He did exactly what he should have done. This, yo, I want to know did he take the family? <laughs> Ooh, I'm telling you, I, I got I got so many questions, man. I want I want to know what happened when he got home. I want to know how he actually made the decision, and then um, what he actually ended up doing. Your Chilean fugitive hit us up. We'll have you on the pod. <laughs> we'll, 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 you're safe over you're here. You're safe here. We'll disguise your voice. We'll think, we won't say it's you. We'll be like, this is a representative. Well, fucking, you have to translate anyway. <laughs> Bro, I'm glad you said that. You, you know, I was in the Caribbean recently in yep. a Spanish-speaking country. Uh, I'm going to 
So I used to think Puerto Ricans had the worst Spanish in the world, because like, we're we may, we just make words up. We just take an English word and add an O at the end. Yep. <laughs> Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I was just talking to a mutual friend of ours, and we were saying that like Puerto Ricans are like the Boston of Spanish, like it's the worst <laughs> accent and the worst like language. Nah, bro, Dominicans speak the worst Spanish ever, bro. You're I'm, convinced? Oh, absolutely, bro. I was like, every time I heard a Dominican speak, I felt significantly better about my Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why Puerto Ricans don't like to be called Dominicans. Oh, yeah, livid, bro. I get it now. I was I was hearing their Spanish, and my Spanish is awful, bro. And, um, I mean, relative bro, to, like, the people I've been way around. way better than mine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awful relative to like, because I always get people who go, holy shit, you speak really good Spanish considering you never lived. Like, like I, I was born in Puerto Rico, but I moved before I was even one. Okay. So like, I always get the like, are you sure you move? Like, um, and, and I couldn't even tell you why it is that it's stuck and why I can read it and write it and whatever. But, and, but I know that it sounds jacked up. Bro, Dominicans though, man, haven't spent a week in the Dominican Republic and listening to them speak Spanish. I was like, holy shit, it doesn't get any better. You, they sound <laughs> way worse. <than> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, uh, my wife was questioning whether you actually spoke Spanish. She's like, D- are you sure? No, I speak fluent Spanish. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I can read and write. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, are yeah, she's sure? like, are you sure? Yeah, she's like, but I've never heard him speak it. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, you probably spent like two seconds with the guy. Yeah, she don't talk to me. Tell yeah, her. and she like she don't talk to me. <laughs> that she hides when I come over. I get it. I hide from me too, but still. <laughs> dude, <laughs> we gotta have, we gotta have a conversation next time I'm there. Yes, yeah, you, you gotta do that, dude. Did you see the dude um, on uh, on on a? Uh, it's not. Is that not 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 Spirit? Um, Southwest. Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) There was a dude on Southwest that was taking um, that was taking a flight to Orlando. I forget where they were coming from. This fucker airdrops a picture to people on the plane of some chick giving him head. Wait, wait, what? He a picture or video? Uh, I believe it was a picture. So a picture could have been. It could have been a video. I don't know. And he airdrops it to everybody on the plane. Yeah. And then the guy next to him, because it goes like, it says like, uh, from Larry's iPad. Mm-hmm. So the guy next to him goes like, hey, man, like, <laughs> you Larry's iPad? You Larry? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, did you mean to send this to me? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even an accident. He's like, nah. <laughs> Yo. You know how excited this guy was that he got necked down? He's like, I've never gotten this in my life. I got to tell everybody. He was like, I thought it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Because the fucking, the guy reports him to like the, to the, to to the crew. That's true because nobody would know it's him. Right. Except for somebody who's around. Or they recognize the dick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know that guy. I know that guy. (laughs) Let me see that dick. That dick got cybers. This guy got this guy got cybers too. It gotta be his dick. So in the fucking there's a video, bro. And in the video, it's the uh like one of the stewardess. Is that the proper way to talk to, to call I them now? Yes. Flight attendant. Flight attendant. Wait, no, is it is it stewardess is offensive or is it flight attendant it's offensive? I think I it's know. I think it's gotta be stewardess, stewardess because that references a woman. 
whereas flight attendant could be anybody. Right? This should be a woman, but all right, cool, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so the flight attendant is like reaming them and, and you know, telling them it's offensive and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, the cops, they, they call down, cops waiting for him in Orlando. And a, what? Yeah, so what, what was bro. he arrested for? For I'm like not distribution sure. of distribution of pornographic material. Pornographic material. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is, it, Yo, is that even a real charge, bro? But God forbid that shit gets to like a kid in that plane. That's a whole new charge. Like oh, a minor, bro. Like exposure to a minor. That's exposure to a minor. Oh, Oof. I didn't think about that. You're getting on a on a sex offenders list. Get the fuck out of here. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, I think even right. the adults you're getting on a sex offenders list. Like that's that's you're gonna have to register yourself, bro. Yeah. For showing your yeah, bro. That's crazy. Now what if you can't see his dick, but you see a woman's head in his groin area? I would think that you gotta get off on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it. It's a technicality. Out there. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, yo, she was laying down on my lap. <laughs> you can't prove she was doing anything. Else. Like if it's not a video, right, right. Like if it's just a picture and you just see her head on my lap, like who's to say she was just taking a nap? That's true. You know, like I feel like that would be the argument if I'm a good lawyer. Even if she was necking you and it was a video, you'd be like, Nah, bro, she was. Uh, we didn't have any plates, so she had to eat off my lap <laughs> like the food. For- <laughs> she really likes Caesar salad. So you hear her slapping her lips and go. <laughs> Caesar salad hit different at 30,000 feet. <laughs> Bro, oh, my God, dude. Like, I don't even know. Like, Well, he did it on purpose. Yeah, like, I'd be mortified. And, and, and he admitted to it. Oof. Which is probably like, no, I'm not Larry. Yeah, no. Like, like, who the it, fuck that, is Larry? Yeah, who's Larry's iPad? Is that the guy that just sent us a dick pic? <laughs> 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 oh my god man. dude talk to me about that uh the australian chick yo okay bro did you i'm because i kind of read an article i was but i didn't read it I, I didn't read all of it fuming when i read this article bro i was so mad and you and I'm, i'll tell you why here in a second bro but um this australian lady um she's an heiress to and I, bro, I know you're gonna have to explain to me what this means what you think it means but she's a horse She's a glamorous heiress, and she's uh, an Australian horse heiress, whatever that is. So I'm guessing her family comes from some kind of like equestrian background, and maybe that's how they made their money or whatever. It's a good assumption. Yeah, but she is 45 years old, Okay, and she was charged with having sex with a 14-year-old boy. How's she look? I'm going to go, bro, she looked like fucking Paula Abdul. (laughs) 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 Like... Like I'm looking at the picture of her and I'm going, I, I So she looks good. Yeah, bro, this kid is probably the happiest 14 year old on the planet. <laughs> like I Dude, bullshit you not. If that's your if that's your kid. So we talked about this before. We've yeah. had other stories like this. Yeah. If that's your if that's your son, what are you saying to him? I'm high fiving the fuck out of him, bro. You seen the picture? Bro, she looks she so, looks like so a she, mix of Paula Abdul and Steph Curry's mama. Let me see. <laughs> because she didn't look that good in in the in the latest pictures. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's kind of love. It's a good description, actually. If you're 14. Actually. Oh, yeah, dude. And she necks you or lets you have if sex If you're 14 with her. or 48. Or 40. Bro, yeah. <laughs> that's a great point. If you're a grown-ass man and she gives you the time of day. Like, she's hot. For her, yeah, she's a good looking. I was gonna say she's half her age, but no, she's good looking. No, she's, she's good a good looking, looking woman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so the mere fact that she has to do a fourteen year old, I have other questions. 
like I know that my wife would be so like I have I have fifteen year old yeah. fifteen and thirteen year old sons. My wife would be appalled. Yeah. I dude, I think for me, I would probably approach it gently where I would be like, Yo, like, are you okay? And then <laughs> he'd be like, and he'd be like that. Like Let me show you like, a picture of her. They're like, <laughs> look. And I'll be like, All right, bro. Don't tell your mom I said it was okay. <laughs> I'd be mad if he pulling better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be like, tell your mom. She got a she got a sister. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, she's <laughs> It ain't even like whenever whenever they show these stories and it's like some frumpy bitch and they're like ugly, you're kinda like, oh, okay, I get it. Dude, to your point. There's not a lot of 48-year-olds who aren't looking this lady's way. So, like, the fact that she... I, I, although I, I get it because I was probably at my peak as we, <laughs> we, we've talked about this. <laughs> oh, bro. But it's, it's your physical peak. My, it was my physical peak sexually, bro. <laughs> Everything was downhill bro, from there. Between 14 and 17, I didn't know what limp meant. <laughs> Somebody said flaccid once. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I was like, What's a flaccid? <laughs> is that like a lake? Is that like- <laughs> <laughs> lake flaccid? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Lake Flaccid. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, man. But good for that guy. Bro. Oh my yo, I don't feel bad for nobody, bro. That got Oh my god. I promise you this kid doesn't feel bad. I don't even know how he got caught. I don't even know think, bro. He's gonna be on a therapist couch for this bad. This lady made me suck her ditty. And he's gonna show a picture of her and he's gonna get dismissed immediately. <laughs> or he's gonna be like, No one's ever lived up to yeah. that chick. <laughs> yeah. I can't have a meaningful Everybody relationship. I've been with since. Could you imagine, bro? Because of, so, like, having that as like one of your first experiences, right? Yeah. So, like, she's good-looking chick, yeah, with experience, and she's a and then you have the gajillionaire, right? And then and then you get with like you know twenty-year-olds and twenty-five-year-olds or whatever, dude. There's probably no comparison, bro. You can't even like, yeah. It, it life doesn't get better after. <laughs> It's, I'm, it's sorry. Broke. I'm sorry. They, they they right. That guy. That guy's fucked. That guy. <laughs> she should, she should be charged. She should get charged. With- <laughs> <laughs> Setting false expectations. <laughs> He's gonna have to deal with ugly frumpy bitches. <laughs> ugly broke frumpy bitches <laughs> for the rest of his life. And set the wrong precedent, man. Like yeah, she. You're right. She's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> the least she could have did was send like her daughter out there first who might have been slightly uglier than she was oh man that shit was so bad bro I saw that story and I saw the picture and I was like wait what <laughs> I was like we feel bad for this kid why yeah no man I mean like and, and you could spin it and go like yo like the the guy was I I, I guess by law molested I, well, rape, I mean I right like a statutory rape right right but but we but but men all know how we were at 
you know, those teenage years. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you up. If I'm a 14-year-old male and you're a 48-year-old woman, if I don't want you to touch me, you're not touching me, bro. Yeah. I'm going to fuck you up. Like, I think it boils down to your ability to defend yourself. A 14-year-old boy yeah. is more than capable of defending himself. Like, more than capable of defending himself. Yeah, yeah. She, she didn't... Uh... She didn't overpower him. Let's just put it that way. No, absolutely not, bro. <laughs> Dude, I, I meant to bring this up earlier. When you were talking about the Chicago thing mm-hmm. and about how, like, um, it sort of happens there all the time, right? Like, gun violence. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's this new algorithm that has been in development. It's from the University of Chicago, oddly okay. enough. And they've been able... It was formulated by a social scientist at the University of Chicago, and it touts a 90% accuracy, and it divides the city into a 1,000 square foot tiles. And they've been able to predict crime uh, a week before it even happens based on data that they've collected. Um, That's a minority report shit. Like, yeah. But But how? Did you read this? Like, how how does this shit work? Yeah, but if you think about it, bro, it makes perfectly good sense. Like, I I read the headline, and I was like, that's wild. And then I read the science behind it, and it's like, bro, if you take something as, like, how long has it been since a crime? What's the temperature outside? What's the... You know, what day, what day of the week is it? What All this stuff, you go, you have enough crime data that you go, based on this, on this day, we'll do something. Like, and we'll do something, and we'll do something in this specific area. Because you get enough data of like, hey, on this block, on Tuesdays, there's an 85% probability that if it's 90 degrees outside, someone's going to get shot. You know, like, it's that kind of thing. Like, dude, you think about everything in life. You collect enough data, you Mm -hmm. start finding correlations between that data. Yeah, no, and and I can totally see that. Um, I'm just thinking, like, so then environmental conditions influence absolutely behavior yeah yeah absolutely right and, so and, like, and it's also like <clears throat> probability of it doesn't even have to be environmental it's just like dude you could take us here you go even if it's a hundred years in between you go okay we're due one between this week and this week because it's been a hundred years since somebody was murdered in this house you know what i mean like i think it's like if you have enough data you can start to sort of predict and this thing is 90 percent accurate now within a week of crimes, wow. which reminds me, like, you remember Minority Report where yeah, they had yeah. these cogs or whatever that would predict when a crime was going to happen, you could get charged for it or whatever. Like, right. I don't think it's going to get to that extreme, but certainly you can go, hey, um, and, and obviously this throws off the math, but you can go, hey, maybe cops, maybe you lift patrol in specific areas because you know something's bound to happen there in that week. And maybe you sort of prevent some stuff, but then you go, I'd be interested to see is by doing that, what does that do to the math? Right. As a math does nerd. It, does it fuck up the algorithm? The variables after? change. Absolutely. Right. It does. Because now you're going, you're stopping that. So now it, the frequency, like now you've thrown in another variable to consider. Right. And then does the, does the, does the level of the violence tick up? Because people start to go, well, now there's going to be a authority figure there. I got to go overcome that. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's fascinating. It'll take a while, but. I, I, when I read it, I went, of course we can. We have so much data now available on everything that we yeah. go, you can probably predict down to the temperature outside of, you know, the likelihood of something criminal. Like, Chicago always tripped me out because <clears throat> if you've ever been, Chicago's a beautiful city in the summertime. Oh, it's great, man. I love Chicago. It's awesome even in the wintertime. But in the winter, winter, like hard of winter, it's so damn cold. Like, who the fuck, 
is outside in Chicago when it's six degrees and goes, yeah, I feel like murdering today. Like, yeah. bro, I feel like getting my hands in a hand warmer and trying not to lose my fingers. Like, who is thinking about murder in Chicago in February or March? Like, it's, it's just one of those things where you're just like. Yeah, my, my wife and I went there years ago, man, and for to see a Bears game. She, like, mm-hmm. surprised me. And it was it was like December, so it was like really cold, um, and we walked the entire city. Now we weren't in, in like Southside Chicago, right? But we were in in the city. But we walked everywhere, and never felt threatened. You know, but there wasn't. I mean, there was people, but there wasn't a ton of people. You have to. I tell people all the time when they're like, "Oh, you go to Chicago," and they're like, "Oh, you didn't feel scared." You have to go out of your way to go to the South Side of Chicago. I got to be like, you would never drive through it. You would never have to go there to get somewhere for a tourist thing. Like, if you go to Chicago, I know people who live their whole lives in Chicago, never, never set foot south on the side. south side. And they're just like, oh, this is great. Chicago is one of the best cities, I think. Like, I always tell people, it's like a New York if it was pressure wash. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's such a beautiful city. It's cold. Like, I've been in New York in February, and I've been in Chicago in February, and Chicago cold hit different. That lake wind, bro. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> and then the rain with the cold mixed together. Yeah. And stuff, it's fucking miserable. But Chicago in, like, May, Chicago in September, like like that, oh, my God. It's such a – and even, I would say even in the winter, I loved it. Um, to say just, again, this is a beautiful city, shit to do. And it's funny because it gets the bad rap because of all the shootings. But I know people who's lifelong Chicago people are like, I've never been there. I don't know anything about that. Like, we, we see it the same way you see it on the news. And we go, oh, shit, that's crazy. It must be wild to be there. Like, yep. they're like, you have to go out of your way to go to these areas. Most of us don't have a reason to be there. I went to a club in the South Side. I'm going to yeah. tell you right now, I felt like it could have been my last night alive. Shit was lit, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you mentioned New York, man. It got me thinking about this story of um, there was a guy who moved from Michigan to New York for a job. Okay. And the guy was working for, let me look here. The guy was working for a software company called Outreach. And... um so I think he was living, I don't know if he was working, but he was definitely living in the Bronx. And, and the guy does like a Google search for, I think it was like grocery store because he wants to find some shit like eggs and milk and normal stuff. C-Town didn't pop up? No. So what popped up was all the bodegas. Oh. So he goes on fucking like TikTok or one of these social media platforms and goes on a rant where he's like, yo, like I'm searching for a fucking grocery store and all these things pop up. Look at these places. And he goes in, he's filming and he's talking shit about now. It's not he's talking shit, but it's 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 understandable from someone who comes from a place that doesn't have bodegas. Like, I don't know, like the Chicago have bodegas because I don't remember ever seeing yeah. one. They do. Yeah. OK, you got to go to you like, got to go to the, the, the you're not going to find that on Michigan. Or, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so then you say bodegas are are unique to big cities. Yeah, like perhaps. Lincoln Park or whatever in Chicago, you'll find bodegas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this dude he goes on social media and he's like sort of ranting about this and 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 now if he had just searched up something like supermarket, mm-hmm. he would have got it. Anyway, goes back to work, fucking fired, bro. He gets fired. He gets fired off of that. 
What? Yeah, he gets fired just because he was kind of um, poking fun at the fact that I guess Google calls these things grocery stores. What's the fireable offense? I don't know. Discrimination? Like, yeah, I don't know. I think that it's 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 more of that like, you know, like I don't know if if you uh, if you insult something. And you make somebody feel bad, right? Then, like, it's like you can't do anything, right? You can't make fun, right. you can't poke fun at anything. It didn't say what the what the fireball offense was, but the guy got fired, man. I can't like, because I when you were telling me that, I'm trying to find the like pseudo fireball offense in there of like, okay, what could you possibly say in that scenario that could get you fired? I can't. Shit, man, I can't even think of like. You're making fun of bodegas of immigrants or whatever, trying to start their own business. And, and you're making it like I can't see that. The video that. that I saw, he did not say anything about any kind of ethnicities or whatever. He was just like, "Yo, like this is not a grocery store. Like I need a place where I can get eggs and milk and blah blah blah." But he was kind of making fun of the, the the point of them being called grocery stores, but not necessarily like. Who owned them, or 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 who was the 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 patrons of the stores, or yeah, anything so, like so that? So he doesn't even mention names or like. No, dude. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what the fireball offense was, but yeah, man, got fired, bro. That's insane, dude. Like I can't even. <sighs> yeah, I was because again, I was trying to think. Normally, I can find like the okay, I can see this little snippet, but I can't even think of anything there that would warrant. Yeah, that. it's it, it's crazy, bro. That's wild, man. How are we doing on time, bro? Dude, I, honestly, I don't know because we had the <laughs> we had, we had, inter- we had an interruption. We we're, had a power outage. We're thirty-five minutes into the new thing, but I know we were about twenty into the old one, so we got to be at about an hour already. Um, if I remember, yeah, I'm right. thinking. I'm thinking. I'm so. trying to think. I don't. I don't think I have anything else major, but other than like, if we're gonna talk about New York, um, we got to talk about this as a Brooklyn fan. This Kyrie KD thing, oh, like we haven't yes, talked, we haven't yes. talked sports in a minute, man. So I feel like we gotta we gotta satiate that we gotta, a little we gotta bit. We gotta touch on it, man. Yeah. So Kyrie has he's up for he can he has like a player option, mm-hmm. right, with Brooklyn. It's gonna pay him roughly forty million, something yeah, so, like that. So he had to opt into that. He opted into that. Yeah. Did he opt into that? Yes, he did. You have to. If you're so him. then, so then, why is he? Requesting a trade if he opted in. So the way the deal worked is like, I, I don't know the exact parameters, right? But it was like, let's say four years plus one. So five total. The okay. fifth year would have been his option. So he can choose to take it or leave it and walk away. Okay. Um, the year that, that last year is like at 40 million, whatever it is. Let's just say it was 40 million. I think he takes it because the alternative is you turn it down and you're hoping to get a long-term deal somewhere else that pays you more or at least gives you more years, right? Like even if you get five or four years at a hundred mil, if you're him, you probably take it because a hundred obviously is better than the 40. I don't think the market for Kyrie Irving is that good anymore on the free agency market because of all the shit he did in Brooklyn. Where yeah, it's not because of his play, bro. It's no, because of all the other. It's all the outside, it's the shit. extracurricular shit. You yeah, deal with where like the Earth's flat, COVID's <laughs> fake, blah blah blah, like whatever. Right, like so you got to deal with that. And then so he opts into the contract. It also, oddly enough, makes it easier to trade him if he opts into the contract. Okay. So do you trade him with that contract? Yeah, because so what happens is is because he's under well, 
actually he has a one-year deal so maybe not but what happens is that some of these players i've seen have agreed to like the player option and then they'll sign like a five-year extension at like whatever let's gotcha. say 200 mil right it's easier to trade a player that's under contract because when you when you sort of get the rights to that player you get the rights to that contract so you know they're committed to you for the five years or yep. whatever if they're not so like in Kyrie's case Kyrie only has one year it's hard for you to get anything in return for him because most teams aren't willing to give up a lot if they're going well he's only committed to me for a year because I only get All that right. contract he hasn't signed a long-term deal which I would assume so so you sort of lose leverage when you're just, trading for someone like that right and I, I would imagine that any there's no team right now right. That, that would do a like if 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 brooklyn said okay we're gonna give you the max deal that's almost a sign and trade yeah it's probably no one that will buy that at this point no not at all and then the only reason sort of sort of, sort of contradictory the reason the one year works of Kyrie, i think is that because if you're him you're not getting more than that i don't think in the free agency market but if you're a team now it makes it easier if to obtain him because now Brooklyn, who currently has Kyrie, sort of has to pay into what they owe him. And so uh, okay. it makes it easier to sort of get his so the team gets him cheaper. Yeah. yeah, you you can yeah, or you can make them sort of pick up the tab on him for a yep. a portion of the season, so to speak. But And he only had a he had maybe like five or six teams that he was willing to go to, one of them being the Lakers. Yeah, which is where he ends up. There's no way he doesn't end up a Laker. Dude, so I'm going you wanted to get away because you felt like you were sort of the Robin to the Batman of LeBron. Yep. And then now you're sort of going back to, uh, I could do that again. If this isn't the epitome of like, I was right, you were wrong, or, or, or I was wrong, you were right. Like, I want you back. Like, it's this. Like, I think, I think KD is suffering the same thing. KD let his ego take him away from a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, and being surrounded by Hall of Fame all-time greats and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. And, like, you figure if KD stays in Golden State, he ends up getting a few more rings. Absolutely. At least one, right? Like, the one they have now, maybe two. Um, yeah, I think I think you go another one yeah. on that. Because, like, if even, even with Klay Hurt, with him in the lineup and Steph, like there's there's no uh, reason yeah, why bro. you're not and then even i would argue Kyrie and lebron and that kevin love team and all that that's potentially one more title so Kyrie might have one more ring now right like with that team but because he was tired of being robin and he wanted to be batman which he's not batman bro like so and i think there's but a thing none with of the them players. are like, no kd is one either. of them are no and i think that's why this didn't work you have too many guys who are a level talents but B-level employees, if leadership. that makes sense. Yeah, their leadership skills are like, they're trash. So they need someone like a LeBron who's yep. going, yeah, I'll do the interview. Yeah, I'll take the pressure. Yeah, I'll take, the, like, they're both too sensitive to be the leaders of a team. And so it's one thing to be skilled, to have the skill of a number one, but to carry yourself like a number one is a completely different animal. And so I think uh, that's something that these guys are sort of realizing now, whether or not they admit it publicly you know, probably not, but I think Kyrie's certainly realizing, like, yo, I'm an A talent, but I'm not an A caliber sort of leader. Yeah. Same thing with Kevin Durant. Like, I'm an A level. Kevin Durant is an all time A level talent. talent. Yep. Um, like transcendent talent, right? Like, like Kevin Durant could potentially go back as one of the go down as one of the greatest basketball players ever, right in the top 10, 20, easy. 
but he's not that as a leader. And so that will be the one thing that hurts him. So, like, I, I think these guys realizing that, I, I've heard these scenarios where they could potentially both end up in L.A. No way. Dude, if you're the Lakers, who do you not give up for that? You, everybody. You everybody. Everybody. AD you can just go. just get those three and role players. And role players, yeah. And, and, and cheap role players. Dude, bro. me and you can be on that team with those three guys. <laughs> and we're like, winning the chip. And we like, <laughs> just pass the ball. Just pass. <laughs> Dribble twice and pass the Every ball. time I get it, where's Kyrie? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but between those three shooters, bro? Oh, my God, bro. Like, it's it wouldn't even be fair. I think, I, so time will tell. Who do you guard? Like, who do you double team? Good luck. Good luck. Like, like you don't spend a double team. I didn't Kyrie, hear that, that that was a possibility. So that, that is a real possibility. Yeah, because they're both saying that they would still want to play with each other. So it wasn't each other that made them want to request that. Dude, so you feel I, I don't know, man. I feel like I thought Kevin Durant would would have realized that Kyrie wasn't the dude, and then you let him go, you and then you bring in other talent, um, but that you could sort of be the guy. But like you said, man, I think that 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 leadership quality that he doesn't possess, like he needs somebody else, and he just hasn't realized that yet. But if you look at Kevin Durant's career, you know, like he went. He got really close with OKC. Yep. Then he goes and he, and he moves to Golden State where there's other leaders. And then he doesn't have to be the guy. Right. And then he doesn't feel right there for whatever reason. And then he goes and tries to be the guy in Brooklyn. That doesn't work out. I mean, to get bounced on the first round of the playoffs is fucking insane. And they barely got in to begin with. Yeah. And then, and then now you're going, uh, I, don't, I don't like it here. I don't know, man. I I just I you know what? Maybe, maybe they maybe he's coming to a realization that okay, I'm just not the guy. I'm happy with being just like the shooter, but I don't want to deal with all of the the media and everything else that comes along with it. Dude, I think as guys and as guys who are probably certainly considered alphas, maybe in their fields or just in general, it's really tough to let your ego go. Yeah, I'm a Robin. I'm not a Batman. Like really tough, right? right? Like I think it's really hard. I have a like I have a lot of respect. Like I know guys in general whether it comes you know like maybe professionally or sports or whatever who have legitimately told me like yeah, I'm good with being a number 2. Like I know I can't handle the pressure of being a 1 or maybe skill set wise I know I can do it. I don't want to deal with the stress that comes with that. Like get it. Like there's such a value in self-awareness and I think this is what these guys are realizing now is like they're 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 probably always had the arrogance or the ego that told them that they were a number 1 talent, but maybe they're starting to realize like oh shit there's more to it. There's more to it than just being good enough to score the ball right. or good enough to play D or good enough to whatever. It's like there's all this shit that comes with being the leader of a basketball team. And if you're the superstar, you know, like, again, this is why I always give LeBron credit because obviously talented as an individual and as a basketball player, but has been able to take on this pressure, this stress that comes with being the number one. Dude, you think about we've been we've been watching LeBron play ball since he was 16, 17 years old on ESPN. Yep. Right in high school. Uh uh and, and they were televising him driving into the high school to play ball. Like the fact that that guy hasn't had this like fucking breakdown. Oh my god, bro. You look at like Justin Bieber, like whenever we would make fun of Justin Bieber yeah. and when he would have these crazy meltdowns and I'm like, "Oh, you mean the fucking 16-year-old is going around wrecking Lamborghinis and doing, like yeah, I would be an asshole at 16 you gave yeah. me that kind of money and attention and all that stuff." I'm like, 
I just don't think we give people like LeBron enough credit. Even Jordan, you think about Jordan. The I mean, I think if Jordan played in this era, we would we would feel a little differently about him because the social media would have exposed right. a lot of the shit he did. But Jordan handled the pressure of being that guy and then being able to do his dirt and do his shit and whether it was gambling and whatever. Like LeBron has done equally as well. As well, it's just a different era. Like I go, yeah. LeBron has the shoulder, the burden of playing in the social media era without controversy without drama without i'm like you can't like i think this is something that 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 a kd and a Kyrie have to be looking at and going okay i'm not built like that right i'm talented like that but i'm not built like that in terms of how i can handle pressure and spotlight and everything else like it's just a different beast man so like i think these guys whether they'll ever admit it publicly or not um this is something I think that that like I I think they're telling you without telling you, which is like fuck, I gotta get out of here because I've heard Kevin Durant even say he's open now to the Warriors, which I'm like, it's oh, like yeah, no wow. duh, you're open to the Warriors. You should have never left in the first place. Um, and same thing with 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 um Kyrie. This is why his second team post Cavs, yeah, yep. Boston, Boston, and didn't and do anything Brooklyn. and either stop. Yep. So yeah, man, I'd be curious to see what happens. I think. Kyrie definitely ends up a Laker. I don't know that the Lakers have enough room to pull off a Durant thing, and if unless they have to give up AD, which I would absolutely, absolutely give up AD give right up AD, at this bro. point. Hell yeah! But you know who knows? I don't know that they can make it's it not work enough, financially. Bro. It's yeah, it's not enough. And then financially, unless they're they're willing to to be over that salary cap to pay the luxury tax on that, um, which Golden State does, by the way. Yeah. They pay. What do you mean? They they pay in the. They pay in their luxury. Oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because they have Kyrie, they have Steph, they have Draymond, they have dude. And not Kyrie. I mean, not Kyrie. Uh, um, sorry, Curry. Curry. Steph. Steph. Yeah, which man? We didn't get a chance to talk about that title run, but you go, man. That team was dominant, and they're dominant. That's what number four for Steph. Yep. Steph, Draymond, and 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 Clay. And Clay those you, three. And I would argue, man. I listen. I'm a LeBron. I I, I think LeBron puts it to me. LeBron probably the greatest player of all time. As f- I mean, and I'm talking as far as skill set is concerned, right? Like we could argue. Okay. I think no one maybe influenced the game or had an impact on the game the way Jordan did. Dude, I you have to. I have to give Steph his flowers in terms of did anyone influence a generation as much as Steph? Because as much as I love LeBron, LeBron is such a physical specimen that as a kid. It's hard to relate to that. Right. But you look at Steph Curry and any kid who's 5'11", who can shoot or, or who can go, yeah, I can learn to shoot like that. Though. Right. Like that, that's something I can learn. I can't yeah, I be, can't. I can't learn to be 6'7". No, I can't learn to be 6'7 and built like a linebacker. I can't. Like, and that's what LeBron is. He's so physically imposing and he has a skill, right? You don't take the skill from it, but he's, but he's, so, he's such a physical specimen. Yep. Steph Curry goes like, Steph Curry looks like your average guy who works – at an office, right? Like he, there's nothing about him that it's the public's bagger. It, it really is, dude. And there's nothing about him that screams world class athlete all no, time, world class athlete. And um, so you have to, you have to go like that guy potentially could have changed the direction of the NBA. Not potentially, he did because now kids went. I think you see people like Trey Young, and you see people like John Morant. You see like these small guys having success, and they're shooting the three ball, and they're pulling up from, you know. 27 feet out instead of 22 with a three yep. point line as you see Jordan Poole all these guys like there's undoubtedly this this sort of influence that Steph Curry has had 
I think on the league that you, you know, like at this point, it's hard to ignore. Yeah, like what he's done. I think that was kind of his uh, emotional outcry when he when he won the fourth ring, where it was like, I think everybody sort of doubted them after KD left, and uh, and those guys pulled it off. So congrats to them, man, and congrats to Steph. For, for like you said, changing the way that uh, the NBA is played. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, it's hard to argue that in this generation, someone hasn't influenced the game as much as Steph. Like, you know, I think going if you go to your local YMCA or pick up basketball at the park, everyone's trying to pull up from you know five feet behind the three point line to hit something, and that is a thousand percent Steph Curry's yeah. influence. Yeah, yeah, it has. It, it absolutely is him. Absolutely, bro. All um, right, man. On that. Oof. Tell them where they can find us. Ooh, if you're not already following us, um, we are at the Carbon Football Podcast on IG, uh, the Carbon Football Podcast on YouTube, um, Carbon Football Podcast on TikTok, and then anywhere where you listen to your um, your music and your podcast, man. Spotify, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, Geo Seven, Ghana, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, all of it, man. We're at the Carbon Football Podcast, so hit us up on there. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, Listen, tell us we suck. Tell us we're good. Tell us whatever, you know, tell us exactly what you think. Tell us what the drinks are. Tell us what you think about, um, or tell us what your favorite drinks are. Like, honestly, all of the feedback is welcome. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, I think we do this every week and we strive to get better. And, and we, talk, you hit me up this week or something of like, um, I, I messed something up on the video last week. And you're like, yes, man, as long as we're having fun and we're getting better. So all this sort of matters. And you're a thousand percent right. And I think one of the ways um, we get better is just getting feedback from people and then telling us what they like and don't like. And um, I know I certainly get more comfortable week to week. I think the more we do this. So, um, yeah, man, uh, uh, let us know. Man. I, you can't offend us. At least I don't think you can. No, I don't. Like, <laughs> we have the personalities where we'll let that shit roll yeah. off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, listen, I I, uh, I I can bring the smoke and take it as just as much so. <laughs> so you you will not offend me in any way, shape, or form. So, uh, yeah, definitely leave some feedback. Absolutely. Yo, and check out the drink for the week. Um, for the ladies, if you're not bourbon drinkers, um, maybe you want to stay away from this one. But the fellas, <laughs> definitely hit this one. And as always, we appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Oh, yeah.